Greetings and welcome to another Different Church Podcast. My name is Jarrett, and I hope you are having an awesome day. I'm recording this intro at 12.54 a.m. Sunday night slash Monday morning. Uh, Today was a really cool day at church. We had a really cool crowd, and they were there early for once (laughs) because the very first thing that happened was our kids got on stage to sing Feliz Navidad with Guiana and Charles. And it was adorable, and um, I'm sure you can go check it out on social media, on Facebook or Instagram if you want to see it, Uh, and you should because it was super cute. Uh, Shout out to Allison and Jeremy and all the parents for making it happen. A couple cool things coming up here. This week, if you plan on attending church in person or watching online in real time, no service on Sunday, but we are having service the day before at 10.30 a.m. Christmas Eve morning. And the week after, Sunday, January 1st, we will have service like normal, and it will be a pajama party. So come in your comfy clothes, and um, you know, hopefully you wear pajamas that are suitable for uh, public. Um, I think those are all the announcements we have. Um, Other than that, excited for you to hear this message today. Hannah was out of town, so we brought in Pastor James to crush it. James, take it away. 2 Thessalonians 3 says, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. I have a confession to make. I don't normally do this. I don't normally do confession. I mean, I've never actually even been to confession, truthfully. I've been once. Okay, once with my grandmother, and I was young, and it was kind of weird. There was a guy on the other side. You couldn't see him. It was, it was weird for me. So here's my confession. I have an addiction. I have an addiction to magazines. They're great, right? They're shiny. There's great pictures. There's articles that go on for days. I love travel magazines to dream about places I've never been. I loved Oprah Magazine the best, with the great articles, the advocate for LGBTQ news, self-help magazines, and I even dare to admit, even People Magazine, sometimes. I found myself procrastinating about today's message. Even Jarrett tried to offer some inspiration this week with sharing today's music with me. And I didn't write until sometime last night. I read magazines till one in the morning, the night before. And I read magazines again last night till midnight. And then I wrote a little more. (laughs) The Advent season is about us. A season of love, of listening, stillness, patience, waiting, waiting for what is coming. Advent meant Adventus, coming to us. The season is an invitation for us to hopefully set aside our fears, our uncertainty, our anxiety that we have held onto for these past three years. So much in the world is happening. But this is an opportunity to intentionally take focus off of the hustle of the season. Give 
even give over, hand over our sadness, our anxiety, sit still for a little while. And the fourth Sunday of Advent reminds us that Jesus is offering us peace. But how does that happen when the age-old question at this point is, and multiple times a day, are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready for Christmas? What are you buying? What did you get? Who are you buying for? Do you have a list? It's a funny question, at least for me. Maybe it is for you. Growing up, Christmas was not about gifts. My parents were poor um, and tried their best, and even at that, they struggled. Tried to find money to place small gifts under the tree that from year to year was losing her steam, too. When my parents seemed overwhelmed and overworked by this process of expectations. This is a time of year that we're supposed to think of and speak of generosity, those famous lyrics. Peace on earth, goodwill to all. But look around. When I look around, I see different. I see frazzled people with obligations we must fulfill. Crowds and parking and crowded shopping centers and people honking their horns and feeling tense about money that they may not even have to share. Added invites to that we sometimes and maybe always feel we must require ourselves to attend to be part of that good cheer. The hope of peace and goodwill offer, oftentimes gives us the gives way to the honking horns and frustrations, loss of sleep, and for me, anxiety. Our gospel reading for today, which says, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. But given everything that's happening in our world and in our lives at times, our neighborhoods, our families, is it even possible to clear the path for the Lord? Is it possible that the writings of two Thessalonians is possible? Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. So here we are in the midst of Advent, and it feels like we are definitely walking with our anxiety and fear as we experience and watch every day riddled with inequality and racism and violence and distrust in America. Just doesn't feel very Advent-y, does it? I mean, so how exactly is a preacher supposed to fit anything into Advent? Do we even want to make the path straight and prepare the way for the Lord, knowing as we do, that he's definitely going to notice the mess we've kind of made. But if we can peel our eyes away from the 24-hour news cycle, the constantness of the social media and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and all those things those teenagers are doing, long enough to maybe realize that the turmoil in our world couldn't be more adventy. I mean, let's be clear. If we think about it, Christ the, the child would be born in a land controlled by an empire that he's not a member of. He would be born in the midst of a system where their protection received from the powers 
that would be enjoyed by some citizens, but not others. Certainly not his mom, God bless you. A homeless, unwedded, pregnant teenager. Because when God came to us, God chose to enter at a time of violence and faithlessness in us, in our own. Jesus came to save sinners right smack in the middle of the mess they had made of things. And as I procrastinated over and over with my magazines and reading and rereading today's scripture, see, I am sending my message ahead of you who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Don't be afraid. I am with you. All I could think about at that moment was my very devoted Catholic Italian strict grandmother who once said to me in my early 20s, you can't remain the same and expect to make an impact on this world and surely you can't remain the same and have peace in your life. Wow. I cannot remain unchanged and expect to have an impact on a broken world. I was not ready to hear that in my 20s. Nevertheless, feel them so deeply, those words. If living in a troubled time is adventy, then so is the way John the Baptist was given to prepare people for the coming of Jesus Christ. It wasn't Facebook rants, and it definitely wasn't Vesper singing, and it surely was not those small chocolates we eat from waxy calendar chocolates once a day during Advent in December. What was it then? It was repentance. It was confession. John the Baptist offered a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people came from all over confessing their BS. All over. Everywhere you can imagine. And you know how people prepared to receive Christ? By admitting first that they needed him. In their lives, the peace that is offered to them. Well, let's be clear. Repentance isn't about feeling bad, though. It's about freeing yourself from holding on to your own bias, as I like to call it, my own bias. Repentance is about the freedom. It's about change. It's about peace. To be an Advent person is to be those for whom an opportunity to lay down their BS is heard as good news. Because the repentance that John preaches is not about feeling bad. Feeling bad is easy. Repentance is about change. I cannot remain unchanged and expect to have an impact on a broken world. I carry that message from my grandmother with me all the time. Because I believe God wants to be known. I believe he wants to be received by us. And I think God knows how hard it is for us to do this when we are so busy alternating between being right 
and feeling bad. So today, here in this place at this time with these people, let us repent. Let us be a people changed by God let, because the tender compassion of God, the one we meet, who is sometimes hard to welcome, hard to see, or even feel, without having to give up on those options, we meet God in those moments. It's just too darn hard to hold on to our own bullshit (laughs) in one hand and reach for Jesus with the other. Lay down what troubles you. And know that having done so is absolutely what God is seeking. It will leave you unchanged. Over this Advent, we would pray that God's unexplainable peace would be evident in our hearts, our homes, our communities. This year, we have all faced much chaos, uncertainty, anxiety, questions, concerns. May God's Spirit transform the days leading us to Christmas into a time to joyfully wait the arrival of Jesus, of peace, of change, of not holding on to old ways that no longer work for us. This week we focus our hearts on the Lord of peace who came down from heaven in the form of a baby. God has given us the gift of peace so that we can have joy-filled lives. Lord, you bring your strength and peace to your people. Would your presence be felt by all who seek you in powerful ways in this Advent season? Turn the hearts of humanity towards you. We pray that as you turn and as we turn to you, we find unshakable peace that nothing else in this world Amen.